Do you have a well-stocked pantry that is ready for you every time you prepare meals at home? Or is one of the reasons you dread meal prep because you know you never have the ingredients and will have to run to the grocery for this and for that on the way here and there and right after you do XYZ? Yes, and then it quickly becomes a another fast food night, another hit to the budget, or some other huge challenge to figure out what the heck you're going to eat. Yes, I have been there. What am I saying? We get there for sure. Meal prep burnout is real and it's not just tiring and expensive. It's also a hit to our nutrition and our energy levels and even worse, the joy and peace around mealtimes at home. And today, I want to make it easy for you to say yes to eating dinner at home regularly. I'm going to give you a big list, really big list of common recipe ingredients to buy in bulk and to keep in stock so that you can make quick, yummy, healthy meals of almost any kind at home, right in your kitchen. Get out your pen and paper and let's dive in. Hey mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you want to make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. I very well remember the times when I didn't have the capacity to learn a new skill of cooking for anyone other than myself or for me and my partner or even when I had our first child. I remember when I was pregnant with our second child and I was stopping my full-time job and someone asked me, What is I going to do with all the time that I was recovering by being at home? And I told someone for in real seriousness, I was going to learn to make baguettes. (laughs) And although I was kind of serious, I I think I didn't have any idea how hard transitioning to being at home full time would be. And I probably was wanting bread a lot at the time, I guess. Um, But all my routines changed. My mental capacity at any any given moment was completely different than, than when I was at work. And my personal space changed. It was an enormous transition for me and my kiddos as they were coming home out of nursery and, and preschool. And that said, we had a big income cut as well. And so I needed to start saving wherever I could. And that required that I learn how to prepare cost-saving meals at home. And of course, I was doing all the couponing and all the other things, but I also learned to simplify my meal preparation, making it so basic. And I learned to cook in bulk and I learned to find recipes with cheaper ingredients. And I started to learn what I needed to keep in stock in case I had to prepare something last minute. I want to take all the heartache and stress around meals off of your plate. And I'm going to start with giving you a big list of items that we keep in stock in bulk. And they've saved time, they've saved money, they've saved stress when we're all hungry and there's nothing available to eat. And I want you to get out your pen and paper because I'm going to give you seven or eight categories of different ingredients. And it's just going to be lists. It's going to go fast. So here we go. 
Of course, the first one, if you've been around me very long, you know that I'm going to say protein and produce. It's something from an animal, something from the ground, every single meal. And that means something from an animal can be dairy, it can be meats, uh, whatever the protein category for you might be that, that you want to have on hand, frozen, you know, just as a backup, if that's not what you're using for the week of meals, uh, we definitely have frozen chicken, ground turkey, uh, red meat, pork, all that in, in our freezers. We have eggs, we have uh, yogurt. Those, there's some just bulk things that we always keep in stock in our fridge and freezer. And then produce, we have tons of frozen vegetables. I keep a lot of frozen vegetables, as much of a variety as I can. They do, they're not special, they're just the cheapest frozen vegetables that we can. And I stock our freezer uh, with those so that I can just grab them if I'm, if I'm needing something last minute, right? And then other things that we stock in that protein and produce category is beans. We always have beans or quinoa, uh, available as well, but beans in particular, pinto beans uh, and lentils in particular, we like to have those in stock as well. So I actually like to soak and prepare my beans myself. So we don't always have the beans available, but when I do soak and prepare my beans, I do it in bulk and so that we can freeze those as well if we need to grab something last minute. So protein and produce categories, you want your basics to be able to pull from the fridge or freezer at any point. From there, I have what I call the big five. And this is something that you're going to see in pretty much every single recipe. It's going to be a polyunsaturated, monounsaturated oil, uh, olive oil, particular, go for oil. And, and, I, and if polyunsaturated and monounsaturated fat um, gets you confused, just go, just say oil. <laughs> Coconut oil is also great to have on, on hand, but you just need a good oil. Then sea salt. Uh, table salt is not going to be as potent as sea salt. You, when you're cooking, you want that more potent salt. So grab some sea salt, then garlic, and you want both ground garlic and minced garlic. You might start off with just ground and garlic, and then you learn to use the minced garlic, but both are very, very helpful to have on hand. Minced stays in the refrigerator, by the way. So ground will be in your pantry. Minced will be in the refrigerator. You want some yellow onions. And you want these whole and an onion powder. Once again, as you're starting out, if you're just getting into preparing meals at home, it's really helpful to just have the powder and the ground version of all these. But once, but once you kind of get some time and margin underneath your belt, you've been doing it a while and you want to change some things up, having the whole or the mince version straight from the plant is really, really helpful as well. Or just not the dried plant, you'll start to, you'll start to taste the difference. And then oregano. Dried oregano is really, really great to have on hand. If you have the time to plant a quick oregano you know, out the front door or the back door, somewhere that it gets sun, it's really, really helpful to have fresh herbs outside just that so you can grab and use as well. It's just a little bit more potent taste, but dried oregano is something I use all the time. No, no hit there. Just, uh, just have oregano on hand. And then I put an optional black pepper. So that's a six, but the big five is the oil sea salt, garlic, onions, and oregano, right? You can go really far with just those five, okay? <laughs> really, really far. Uh, but yeah, the optional black pepper, make sure it's ground. You can also get cracked black pepper in, in the kind of seasoning bottle, but it's nice to have a, a, a grinder and you just get the whole, whole pepper uh, 
pieces. Sorry, my, my, my vocabulary is missing. But anyway, the whole, uh, the whole peppers there. So uh, the th- number three, the third category is chili seasonings. And I break these all up into kind of themes, but they overlap a lot. I just like to have an idea of, can I make chili quickly? Can I make pasta quickly? Can I make, you know, what can I make quickly? So I put them kind of in mental categories. So my chili se- seasonings I put down are chili powder, cumin, paprika, and also apple cider vinegar. I put a little bit of apple cider vinegar in it. It's just good to me. Um, but it's it's really helpful to have those on hand. Uh, I didn't include like diced tomatoes. That's really also helpful to have in your pantry. But uh, chili powder, cumin, paprika, apple cider vinegar, really, really helpful. Add on diced tomatoes as well, uh, just because they, they come in a can and they're great. Uh, just get a, a big can or a few cans, small cans of, of diced tomatoes. You can never go wrong there. Nice thing about canned stuff is it doesn't go bad very quickly either. So the next thing is Italian seasonings, Italian seasonings, basil, thyme, rosemary, and I already mentioned oregano. Once again, it's really helpful if you can just plant some of these outside your door. If you can't, then just have the, the, the dried versions. I have all of these in dried versions. I have some of these outside the door. Some of them come back every single year and some of them I forget to plant from year to year. But it's just good to have a good uh, variety of Italian seasons on hand. And then uh, fridge items. Now, this is just your basics. You can add on to these as as needed or as you choose. But lemons, mustard, a good mustard, whatever kind of mustard that you like. But I like a, a more brown mustard, ketchup, hot sauce. And ketchup, I, I, I just kind of be aware of the sugar content in those. So as much like the tomato as possible. And then hot sauce, we just get... A really hot sauce. <laughs> I like my hot sauces. We like we like kind of a spicy plate as well, but it's good to have a hot sauce because it also adds that tomato element. Uh, mayo, I we use an avocado mayo, uh, but I, I already said olive oil. You can use avocado oil, things like that. Uh, but we, we I do prefer avocado mayo. Mayo. Applesauce is great. It can substitute for many things in recipes. So it's great to have just a big tub of applesauce on hand. And butter. Butter is so helpful. We we use a great grass-fed butter. I prefer my butter salted. So I use a salted butter. But if you're watching your sodium, then that's something to to keep in mind. But keep some butter on hand. And then you have an optional, I put an optional cilantro. We keep that on hand because I do do a lot of guacamole. Um, and and things I'll just throw uh, cilantro in on as well, like some curry, curry recipes and things like that. So you can optionally use cilantro. Uh, and cilantro, the best thing is just when you get it, rinse it off. Cut the the stem off at the bottom so it's nice, fresh, open stem, and then put it in a cup of water inside your refrigerator and it lasts for weeks. It's awesome. Next is brown sauces. Brown sauces. Uh, I have barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce is really great if you get one with low sugar or no sugar or however version you you get. It's it's really great to just throw on because it has multiple ingredients itself. So just put that on some chicken and you're good, right? So just marinate. Uh, just you know fry some chicken with some barbecue sauce and garlic and whatever else you want in there. And I say fry, I mean, I mean, 
you know, just push it around a, a frying pan. I'm not saying batter it or anything like that, but, um, but just barbecue or sorry, olive oil, piece of chicken, barbecue sauce. Perfect. It's a great, great protein, protein source. Then you have, uh, Worcester sauce, so Worcestershire sauce, Worcester sauce uh, is, is great as well. It, it, I think it's mostly made from balsamic vinegar, but it's just, it's, it's a great kind of, uh, it's great with burgers. If you want to marinate some burgers, put some barbecue sauce, Worcestershire sauce in them and soy sauce on them. Really, really nice combination. Uh, and then you can also put some molasses on there too, if you want a little bit of sweet in there. It's really good. So uh, and then that was the third one was uh, soy sauce. So your brown sauces, barbecue sauce, Worcestershire sauce, and soy sauce. And then the seventh category is East African, Indian, or South African. This is kind of all over that East Africa area. And this is what, you know, the West Indies is called the West Indies because, uh, you know, Christopher Columbus and his crew thought that they were going to India and they thought they hit India when they hit the, uh, the Caribbean. But they, um, anyway, the, there's a lot of overlap here. So curry, uh, coriander and ground ginger. Those are three to, to have on hand, uh, really, really helpful ones to have on hand, curry, coriander and ground ginger. You can get the, the raw ginger. It's just a little bit cumbersome for me if I'm in a rush. So I, I like to have some ground ginger on hand. You can also have ground mustard. I didn't put this in any of the categories, but ground mustard and cinnamon are really common recipe needs that I, I use a lot as well. Vanilla is another one. These are some extras <laughs> that I'm giving you. There are actually are several more that I could put on here, but these ones are the ones that I see in my recipes most often, right? These are the ones that if I, if I had nothing and I said, I, I just, all I see in my freezer is chicken and broccoli I would look up recipes with chicken and broccoli, and then I have all of the spices, pretty much all of the spices that I would need at all in any of the recipes, right? So it's really important to just have your pantry stocked at, at all times so that when you, when you uh, just need something quickly, you really can have a 30 minute meal with what you have at home, right? And then my eighth category, it's not really a category. It's just a mindset. Make leftovers. Never waste your time in front of the stove ever because it really is a time saver and it creates margin on so many levels. Make leftovers every time you make a meal. If you, I say at least two meals. Every time I make a meal, I want to make at least two meals, either one to eat the next day or one to freeze away for a rainy day because I already have a plan for the next day. Okay. So this is just, I hope this is just helpful for you and very practical for you. You can take this to the grocery store and go ahead and get your pantry and your fridge stocked for the, just the basic ingredient needs. And I have a huge announcement. My uh, Body Habit Rescue 12-week pro program is going to be public this Sunday. I'm so excited. It's a relaunch. I, it started 
a couple of years ago and I started it as a four week program, four or five week program. I can't remember, but it uh, has slowly morphed into this 12 week program where I walk you through step by step the five habit areas. And if you want more information about the five habit areas, you can look at the free workshop on my website, fitwithmommylou.com. At the top, it talks about a free workshop, but it just it, it, part of a huge part of this is just creating margin around these areas of your life that that create fatigue and guilt and frustration and and just interrupt the peace the peaceful atmosphere of your home and your relationships and meals in particular can do that i have a whole module for meals meal planning. I have a meal planning workbook. I I want you to simplify getting healthy meals on the table at home. So please check that out. That's also at fitwithmommylou.com or you can go to bodyhabitrescue.co, bodyhabitrescue.co. Anyway, I hope this is helpful for you and I hope to connect with you again very soon. Let's move friends. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move, friend.